Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in Friday, February 9th, 2024 for the Other People Show on your hometown radio station, 92, 92.5 WLSD. I got a little overzealous there and messed it up a little, but you are listening to the Other People Show. Please check out all of our social media pages, Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and you can go to Instagram, The Other People Show. How's your all's week been? It's been a good week. I, I gotta be honest. It's been a pretty good week. Today's been a good day. And sometimes do you... Now, I know you all have heard me cry on air. I know you've seen it on video. On Facebook Live, on YouTube. I have to admit something now. All that, just for the show. (laughs) But do you ever get those emotional moments because you're happy? Things are going well. Life is finally going the way you want it to go. After a long, long time of it not going that way. That's, that's what's been going on. New beginnings, new happenings. Plants going to be in bloom. <laughs> oh, and, and any other cliched analogy? Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, I will say this. I will be officially looking for a cavalcade of revolving co-hosts for the show going to start open auditions soon what i mean by that is i would like it doesn't have to be every week but at least every other week going to have a rotating panel of co-hosts coming in studio with me and chatting talking getting down to some topics discussing some things back and forth Because I know everyone gets tired of hearing me just ramble on. But it is frightful for a lot of people to want to come on to the show. Now, I'm nice. It's a nice, pleasant, warm atmosphere. Now, one time, I will say this. A couple couple of years back, I think uh, it was very early, the other people's show. We had a guest from the TV show Survivor on the show. She called in from California. Sugar Kuiper. Jessica Sugar Kuiper. Now, she was driving around trying to find... um, I think she said she was trying to find a place to park. And if you've ever been to L.A. and out that way, Long Beach area, L.A., it is very difficult and... Southern California, maybe Northern. I've not been to Northern California. But to find a place to park on the street. So as she was talking to me on the radio, and I was doing a little interview joking, I made the joke that you know she was drinking. But I was only joking. Later on, after the interview, she says a lot of her friends had tuned in and that I came off mean and that she was never going to call into the show again. So I wish that I had that audio 
so I can let you all listen to the audio because I've not listened to it since. I don't even have the audio, to be honest with you. So it was a one-time thing. And occasionally she does pop up in the people you may know. But, you know, I, I wish her the best. She was on the show Weeds. Remember the Showtime show Weeds? She played like a roller uh, rink girl. She, Survivor, you know, a couple of uh, probably B-movies. And um, she seemed like a, a very sweet, nice lady. And I honestly, to this day, I was only joking. So I do hope, Sugar, Kuiper, if you're listening, I apologize. I'm sorry. I was only joking. And I was. I was. But yeah, there's new happenings. And I don't know if you all are in this time of your life. But I'm sure that you have been at some point um, that way. And uh, what's the... Uh, I was trying to think of the, the song. I can't really remember the song. But anyway, a lot of you all probably will, um, you know, have been through this. You know, going into, uh, you know, different jobs. Maybe moving into a new house. You know, maybe you're a, a family awaits you. Who knows? I do hope those kind of good things are happening. But also, you know, a lot of times if you're used to things not going well, if you're used to things going rather poorly, and they don't, and they happen to go better, and they uh, that can be scary too, not really knowing how to handle the positive things in life, you know? And that's something that I uh, is scared about quite a bit. My producer now is playing. I mean, I am having the time of my life. Is it the best time of my life? You know, I don't know. I've got back into a lot of things that made me feel better. And I think that's what you all should probably do too. Find that bliss. Find that passion. And try to get back into it. For example, um, you know, I have, uh, I've written, there's a, there's a thing called a, like a movie treatment. And a treatment would be where you would have like the log line, what the movie's about, you know, a synopsis basically. You would break it down into quick three acts and what, you know, what kind of a feature or what kind of a creation this would be. And I've written probably, I would say it's seven to eight of them to, uh, Two of them, I've written, well, actually four of them, two each. Two of this one is very the same, and two of another is close to being the same. But I've written these things in preparation. All right, producer, you can you can cut down. You can cut that down. You know, I, I do miss Patrick Swayze. I was thinking about that the other day, thinking about, uh, you know, some of the people that we've lost, um, that we've seen grown up our whole lives. We had Carl Weathers last week. And it seemed like, you know, a lot of people obviously knew him as Apollo Creed, and they're still continuing uh, the Creed friend. Well, I guess you could say Rocky into Creed franchise, because I think there's been three Creed movies. Uh, but a lot of people knew uh, him as Chubbs, because I saw, you know, in, in ha from Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. So that was kind of an interesting thing. 
And also, uh, he was very good in the movie Predator. The very first Predator. Very good in that one, too. And that's that's basically the three movie. Well, not the three movies because Apollo's in a couple of Rockies, but that's the th- the free the three that that most people knew him from. I do think. But getting back to doing the things that 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 like like your your bliss. So if I'm coming into the radio station, if I'm stepping on the movie set, sitting down to write a novel, whatever it may be. No matter how difficult or not difficult it is, if I'm doing following the passion, following the bliss, then that's never going to fully be work because it's going to be working, but it's going to be working towards something that you love or a passion that you have or something that you want to do or accomplish. And and that's what you should do in, in every regard. I'm changing many, many things. Like I've stated a couple of times, I'm not drinking quite some time. I'm going to continue that because that seems to be working well. Um, I've I, I got out of the habit of um, exercising on a regular basis. I was doing a semi-regular basis, but I know when I get my mind and body into you know proper shape, I feel better mentally and physically as well. So doing that. Obviously, I really don't drink many sodas. And, I'm, and, and I do want to vouch for that. If you drink soda, put the soda down. Now, you can drink, like, I do have a, now, I did drink a 7.5 ounce can of Sprite. A little can of Sprite. I did drink that. But other than that, the dark sodas, you know, if, if you do have the craving for the dark soda, the cherry Coke, you can get a tiny little 7.5 cherry coke sip on it or you know here's what you could do you know if you're trying to stop soda get a soda that you don't like you know get a pop get a pop that you don't like and start drinking that so every time you want something like that and crave it go towards something that you don't like for example sometimes when I'm craving candy and I, I can just walk down the candy aisle and my mouth will start watering. I mean, it is now. So it's, I can pronunciate better. But when I want candy, sometimes, not always, I'm not always, uh, you know, by the book of Betty. I'm not always the authoritative figure on controlling one's urges when it comes to candy. But I will say this. When I do, I will get a candy that I know that I'm not going to like long term. Because if I like the candy long term, it's going to make me want more candy. So therefore, I will get a uh, like a juji fruit. You know, not anything that I really want stuck to my teeth. They're not the best flavor. They're a little too chewy. But I won't go with, you know, the sour squirms. Or, you know, the, the, I usually gravitate toward tangy and sour things. I'll get something that I don't necessarily like to make me not want more. So do that as well. Same, here's a little clue, a little hint for cigarettes. Call your cigarettes. See, I'm not a fan of, of the cigs. Not at all. If you do, please don't. You could just do this. 
Anytime you want to go out and buy a pack of cigarettes, just donate to the show. That's win-win. You're, you're, you know, you're still getting your fix in a way. You know, you're spending your money, but not on cigs. But think to yourself, you know, even though you might not have, you know, you might have a house payment, you could think of it as rent if you wanted to. So say cigarette instead of cigarette, cigarette. You want to buy your cigs or you want to pay your rent? Because as much as those cigs cost, sooner or later, those cigs are going to add up per month what your rent is or close. You know, let's say you, you, you spend $7 a day on cigarettes. There's 30 days in a month. That's $210 right there. Correct? Correct. Do you want to be spending that much money on cigarettes? I don't. That's why I don't smoke. But you all shouldn't either. So come up with these little catchphrases and these little things that might help you through the days and nights. You know what I mean? But yeah, today has been a good day. And oh, you know, I do want to mention this. It was brought to my attention. Um, well, I mean, I knew it was happening. But uh, the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. So that's something that, you know, a lot of people will gather around the TV and, and have some, some good food and family and, and fun and things like that. So do enjoy that. But do you, you know, what, what's your, your most favorite Super Bowl? What's one that sticks out in your mind? You know, I've got, let's see here. I do remember a, uh, I do remember a couple of Super Bowls. Now, I, uh, I don't remember this, who was in this particular Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, Pittsburgh. It was back in the late 2000s. But the Black Eyed Peas singing at the Super Bowl halftime show was awful. I mean, I think it was, I think it was God awful. And that's one of the, the worst. I, I do remember because we talked about that halftime show the next day on the radio show, because at, at that point we were on, um, W, uh, EBR and we did the show on Mondays. So therefore we talked about how bad, because I had seen the Black Eyed Peas once before. Several years ago, uh, my sister and I traveled to Charlotte, North Carolina. I've, I've spoken of this once or twice. We drove all the way down there. We drove all the way down there without a map. With No, no, with only a map, not GPS. <laughs> not even MapQuest, a map. One of the only times I've ever been able to really look at the map and discover it. Now, you know, now I could, but at the time. So we drove down there with only the tickets... And I think we had 20 bucks to our name. And uh, I remember we didn't even have really enough money for uh, to get any beverage or anything. It was really hot down there. And drinks were expensive at the show. But Black Eyed Peas, minus Fergie, Ferg, opened up for, it was uh, Black Eyed Peas, Lit, and No Doubt with the Return of Saturn tour. They had like this planet of Saturn that was hanging down in in the front and uh black eyed peas opened up but Fergie wasn't there and there were you know as you're walking in they were the opening opening act so there weren't <coughs> weren't many 
So let's let's listen to a little bit of that. So far, okay, I guess. I mean, I guess that one isn't as bad as I remember. She does a couple songs. But was this the end of the Black Eyed Peas? Did they ever recover from this? Because I think Fergie put out a couple of albums after this. And, uh, you know, the first one did well. The second one didn't didn't really do that well. She tried too hard on the second one. She tried to... Uh, just tried to too much. Maybe maybe this was the one. No, the the I do remember this in a way because it had a lot of like people in green suits dancing. I'm just in, entranced by this. So yeah, look it up. Go to Super Bowl. It was in 2011. <laughs> I thought it was like 2008. It's the uh, halftime show there. Yeah, I, I felt I felt kind of bad. Um, I you know I wonder when you're when you're singing there in front of all those people if you know that you're not singing well. Do you know that you're not sounding good, or do you think that you're sounding well? I mean, they look great. They're all dressed. They've got these uh, sparkling outfits. The rest of the, you know, Andre 3000s up there. You know, he's on there with the flashy outfit. Fergie's on there with her, you know, her shoulder pads, glistening glitter. They all have got futuristic leather, you know, Matrix-ish kind of things. And then you've got a bunch of uh, blue man groups in green dancing. And they're making like arrows and stuff on the field. Circles. Now I remember that 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 not sounding good. Yeah, Fergie. Sorry, Fergie. And I, I like Fergie. She seems like a nice person. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, the Super Bowl's happening, so you all go. I think it's what? Is it Kansas City and the 49ers? Is that what's going on? Um, you know, um You know, I did fantasy football this year, and my uh I didn't do that great. Yeah, I didn't do that great at all. I had a, a losing season two years in a row. So I'm not one to to be able to. Now, I think that I could, statistically, all my players should have done much, much better than they did. So the players let me down rather than the way that I maneuvered and manipulated and you know the, the players on, on my team. That being said, the Chiefs, 
49ers. The 49ers have a 53.4% chance of winning, and the Kansas City Chiefs a 46.6% of winning. Now, I've been to Kansas City one time. Uh, it was a cool place. I really liked there. We went by the Kansas City Ro Royals, Royals, their uh, baseball field. And uh, a funny note related to like San Francisco. So there was a San Francisco Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl. I forget which number. It was like maybe 1989 or probably 1990. Yeah, I think it was 1990. So I'm a little kid living in Washington State. My my stepdad Blake, he's a huge uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, fan. Cincinnati Reds as well. You know those two things. Now I the other day I did find a Cincinnati Bengals uh, T-shirt with Icky Woods. On the front of it. And I could still wear it actually to this day. But the sleeves would be really short. But I, And it would be a little bit tight. There's a Millie Vanilli shirt as well. And there, I do have a Bo Jackson shirt. When Bo, Bo Nose was a big thing. And he was on the... Uh, I think he was uh, LA Raiders. I don't think it was... I think it was LA then Oakland. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> but anyway. It's the, the Super Bowl where they're playing. Uh, the Bengals lose 16-20 to 20 due to Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. But during halftime, I don't remember who played at that show. I went over across the street. There was a church. We lived in Navy housing. We lived on, you can Google Earth it, 671D Goldfinch Street. 671D Goldfinch Street. Still there. The uh, the housing's gotten bigger from the Google Earth, but there was like a uh, like a daycare behind the there, with like huge play things like this huge wagon and with a uh, you know like fake horses there and and all these kind of things like the old prairie Oregon Trail is what it made me think of when I was there, uh, but anyway across from there there was a church parking lot basketball goal and I'm standing there shooting baskets. For twenty to you know twenty or thirty minutes during the halftime show, uh, during the Super Bowl, and it's like sixty-five degrees. I'm, I, I ride my bike over. I got a bike for Christmas. Now it's kind of like it, it, it's a cool bike. There's not another bike in the world exactly like it. I've spoke of it once, and I don't. I'm not as fond of it as Pee Wee is his bike, but it was unique in a very similar way. Now, my bike's name was Blackie. My sister named it Blackie Cat because I gave it to her, I think. Uh, and it's still actually behind my mother's house in this old, uh, kind of like uh, just a building, really. But it's like an old concrete building. And within that, there are a couple of lawnmowers pushing a uh, riding mower. And there's this bike named Blackie. <laughs> Blackie Cat. But what's special about this bike, one, it has white tires. The, the bike is completely black. White rim tires. But it's got splashes of paint all over it. So it's black with splashes of like neon paint from what, what, what you would imagine would be like 90s hammer pants colors. Very neon, very Saved by the Bellish colors. The logo of Saved by the Bell, those kind of colors. Splashed all around, just paint splattered all around it. 
And there's not another one like it because when it went through the assembly line, the paint was splattered uniquely. <laughs> uniquely. But the point of the story was the Super Bowl happened. The 49ers were against the Cincinnati Bengals. 49ers were victorious, as we all know, 20-16. to 16. And during the halftime show, I was out there playing uh, basketball in Washington State. 60-some degree weather. We could probably, you know, I could probably go back and look and find out the exact weather. Isn't that crazy? A lot of the things that t- technology, uh, and I do like technology, good and bad, a lot of bad things, some good things, but I never thought that we, we would get to the point where we could go back 30-some years ago, 34 years ago, and, and know what the temperature was in Oak Harbor, Washington. Would you have ever guessed? I would have never guessed, but you can type in the day, place. There you have, there you have it. There you have it. Um, I was also wondering and thinking about this. Going to Nashville soon. Um, and then I noticed that, uh, I, you know, I like to go around and see what bands are coming around, who's playing, you know, if there's any uh, comedians or anybody that I would be interested in, you know, uh, seeing their, you know, creative, creative endeavors, uh, in addition to, uh, you know, bands and such, if anyone's around. And I just had seen that uh, Chris Kattan was in uh, Louisville. And if you know Chris Kattan, he was on Saturday Night Live from, uh, you know, probably the mid-90s to early 2000s. If I had to guess right off, I would say probably 97 to 2001, 2002 is probably what I would say. And then he's made some appearances in some movies. Undercover Brother. He's Mr. Feather. House on Haunted Hill. He's in that. He's also in uh, Corky Romano. Which is one of the silliest movies that I've seen. But it's silly in a way that it makes me laugh that it's so silly. And I was just wondering back, what would you think that some of the best times of Saturday Night Live would be? Because I used to be an avid watcher. Like, I wouldn't rush home to tune into the program. But I do remember many times coming home from work or even before then tuning into Saturday Night Live and usually catching the later part. Uh, because I often, you know, I did work at the movie theater and we often got out, you know, a little bit late. Or sometimes I would stay there and watch a movie. You know, after I got off work, I would stay there and watch the movie. Or, you know, I many of you may know me from from there. I worked at the at the movie theater for a while, so I would stay until the movie is over. And when I got home, Saturday Night Live was you know already in progress as it comes on eleven thirty five Eastern Coast time. Can it be called Saturday Night Live though in California because it's not live there? They're not airing it. You know, at 8, 8 o'clock there, it airs at 11. But anyway, you know, that kind of led me just to think of some, you know, some of the people that's been on there. You've got, you know, Chevy Chase, you've got Eddie Murphy, you've got, uh, you know, John Belushi. you got those, and then you've got Mike Myers and Dana Carvey and Kevin Nealon 
And then you've got some like Chris Kattan or Will Ferrell or Jimmy Fallon and a guest star, Molly Shannon, Tina Fey, uh, a lot of those. But a lot of, you know, I got to be honest, the last probably 10 years, I've tuned in to SNL occasionally and it's unwatchable. It's unwatchable. There's not there's nothing funny about the show whatsoever. The last funny thing I can probably remember seeing is uh when everyone cracks up because uh Jimmy Fallon messes up and laughs during the sketches with uh, Horatio Sands. You know, that's probably the last funny thing I've seen on there. I mean, it's not been it's been dreadful for years. And uh, that was always a little bit of a goal for a while was to get on Saturday Night Live. <coughs> I don't think it would be that difficult now. I think I could probably go to New York next time they have auditions and get on there. Because the comedy pool, I don't know, I don't know if it's where these people aren't funny or just the material they're writing isn't funny. I'm not sure. I, I can't even stick around long enough to determine that much. But it used to have some pretty funny sketches. Uh, never anything, honestly, that I ever really laughed out loud about. But I don't laugh out loud a lot anyway. Now, sometimes I do on here, but it's mainly for effect. And just like in the theater, if you go to a movie alone, you go watch something funny, or, you know, a comedy or something, do you laugh out loud alone? In a movie theater. I have and I haven't. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Do you laugh out loud alone. At your house. Interesting. (laughs) Not really. But you know it can be. Um, You know like I said. You know things are happening. New happenings. The uh, treatments are coming along. With the screenplays. Um, Well pre-screenplay, but also getting back into exercising. That was a, a regiment that I followed for years and years and years. You know, it was, it was a constant. Um, you know, for many years I would run, you know, five, five or six miles every other day. And then in addition to that, do, you know, like ab workout and, and leg workout and butt workout and arms and such. And over the last little bit, that's really dropped off. So now that, you know, it's, it's, it's time to pick it back up and achieve it. Because why not? Only, I'm sto- only you're stopping yourself. Only I'm stopping myself. I mean, I was drinking energy drinks for a while. They're bad. They're not good for you. And therefore, I made myself stop. Because no one else could. No one else can. But you can do it. And I can do it. And we're going to do it. And we can do these things together. Now, do energy drinks work? I don't know. I don't know, but I do know they work in getting you addicted to them. <laughs> Same as, uh, you know, everything else, I guess. But yeah, the Super Bowl. Are you going to a Super Bowl party? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever been to a Super Bowl party. I was invited to a Super Bowl party one time. And I ended up not going and I ended up feeling bad because the person that threw the party, no one showed up at the party. So they threw 
a Super Bowl party. And I was like, yeah, there'll be a lot of people there I don't know. <laughs> no, there wouldn't have been anyone there that I don't know. I would have known everyone there because the host was the only one there. So I did feel bad for him. And I think I've only seen him once or twice in my life since then. <laughs> and that was a Super Bowl back in, uh, you know, probably, uh, two, to be honest, probably 2000. It's hard to, it's hard to say at this point. I have no idea. Now, like I said at the very beginning of the show, um, I, I, I do want to incorporate some new voices inside the studio. So, officially now, I'm going to be looking for someone that would want to come on the other people's show. Uh, there's a couple guests lined up for real talk, but I want you to come on. And I, and I like to find some people that would, you know, maybe just want to come on once a month. And if I can find enough of those people, it can be a rotating, um, a rotating thing. So uh, I don't know. I was I was starting to watch like I you know I watch a movie every day, some days too if I have time. But I was starting to watch when I was doing and I watched movies when I'm. When I'm alone or at night, whenever, I'll watch a movie while doing exercise. <laughs> you know, like today I did 200 uh, stomach crunches. Now, I'm not doing 200 at one time. I'm doing four sets of 50. But when I do these, I'm sitting there watching a movie <coughs> or a show. Not really a show. Uh, usually a movie because I don't really watch that many shows. But the movie I was watching today was called Righteous Kill. And it is a, if, if I were to ask you, name me a movie that Robert De Niro and Al Pacino have both starred in, you all would automatically think of the movie Heat. You've got Val Kilmer, you've got Tom Sizemore, you've got uh, Danny Trejo is in it, you've got Ashley Judd, you've got Natalie Portman. That's a class directed by Michael Mann. It's a classic movie. And then you've got Righteous Kill. And I saw it when it came out, uh, probably 2010, maybe 2011, and I started watching it again. And it, it, it seems like generic genre fare, because it's, it's basically, it's setting you up at the very beginning. It's, it's free on Amazon Prime, I think. I think if you're listening to, watching Amazon Prime, but it sets the movie up at the beginning as if it's going to have this twist at the end. Because it sets it up at the beginning as if, spoiler alert, Robert De Niro is, he's a cop, Pacino's a cop, they're uh, paired together, but these murders have been occurring, and the murders, uh, they leave like a little uh, po poem. Roses are red, violets are blue, you looked at me wrong, now I kill you. Things like that. Not exactly like that. More poetic. I'm, I'm exaggerating for, you know, drama effect, dramatic effect. But anyway, so it's a by-the-numbers uh, movie. But they want you to have this, uh, you know, this this sense the entire movie that this feel that there's a twist coming at the very end of the film. And there's a twist coming. Spoiler alert. The killer is not Robert De Niro, as you would make, because it keeps cutting throughout the film. 
to like when they're being interrogated about these murderers. <laughs> but it comes to be revealed at the end that Al Pacino is the rogue cop that's killing these people. Not that great of a film, wasted cast. You've got John Leguizamo is in it as well. Donnie Wahlberg of New Kids on the Block and Saw fame. Um, and then you've got Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. But I guess if you're some of the other actors, <laughs> at that point you would be like, yeah, I'll, I'll be in that movie. I get to be in a movie with Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. You know, and this is at least those two guys then. It's not the Dunkachino from uh, that horrible, <coughs> excuse me, Adam Sandler movie, Jack and Jill. You know, I liked Adam Sandler for a long time, and I still do. But Jack and Jill is when he, you know, jumped the shark, was Jack and Jill. I really do think so. Anyway, I have blathered on for long enough tonight. We're going to have some other guests in here. It's going to be fun, going to take some calls, going to be discussing some things, and we're going to be getting into some, you know, some other <coughs> radio bits that we used to do. Guess the scene, Vogue's advice, the, the mutant Mad Lib, the other people Mad Lib, and uh, an assortment of things that I have in mind, all, all in this notebook. Hear this? All in the notebook. But thank you for tuning into the show tonight on 92.5 WLSD, The Vault, AM 1220, and WLSDRadio.com. There'll be another, I think there might be a new episode of The Dark Place this Thursday at 10. If you want to listen to any of the others or watch, you can check them out on Spotify or YouTube. You can also go to WAXM 93.5 and it's on their on-demand section an assortment of episodes there chronicling chronicling teen killers but we've moved on a little bit in the later episodes there might be a new one this Thursday at 10 and uh, yeah I think that's it you all have a good night see you next week <laughs>